We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. HBO Sports and the NFL Films are partnering with the Detroit Lions for an unfiltered, all-access look at what it takes to make it in the National Football League with Hard Knocks, training camp with the Detroit Lions. This season will chronicle head coach Dan Campbell entering his second season, leading an intriguing mix of young emerging stars and established veterans throughout training camp and the preseason. Hard Knocks will mark the 17th edition of the 18-time Sports Emmy winning series and the most acclaimed serialized sports series on television. Stream the new season now on HBO Max. Hard Knocks, training camp with the Detroit Lions. guys what is going back what is going on guys i'm just i'm getting speaking that was a phenomenal episode of hard knocks episode three post game or post show whatever you want to call it that was that was good man that was a good episode i am your host tyler join with my two guys as always mr malcolm hart got up here with us uh, boys how, how you guys feeling after that episode Bro, I loved it. I liked how they, like, you kind of hinted at it last week, Tyler, how they'll show, like, some guys who are fringe guys. And I liked how they showed their stories. I didn't know that Craig Reynolds' brother wasn't, his brother was in jail. That was kind of cool, like, their bond and stuff. Malcolm, uh, how you feeling, man, after that episode, dude? Out of baby, man. Out of baby. I'm doing great, man. That, that yo, that episode, like I was talking to Pierre earlier, right before he came on, there's like every episode like getting like better and better. Yeah. I love it. You know what's gonna suck though? It happens every hard knocks and it's gonna hit even more this time because it's your team, obviously, and you know these guys a little bit more. But once it comes to that episode when they're gonna have to make that trim down from fifty three or from eighty to fifty three, you get a connection with some of these guys that are not necessarily highly touted. They're not 
53 man spots locked and you can't keep all these guys around. And, you know, sometimes you see that phone call. It, it gets kind of sad because like Pierre alluded to, I mean, you saw stories of some guys that are, you know, let's be honest with ourselves. I mean, they're not high chances to make the roster right now. I mean, you got guys like Khalil Pimpleton. You got guys like Eza, the offensive lineman. Um, you know, these guys are competing right now uh, to try to make the 53, but, you know, it, it was cool to see some of their stories today for sure. 100%, man. Yeah, it's going to be tough, man. We're going to be seeing that probably next couple of episodes, man. The next two are going to be our last two episodes. So, yeah, you could, that's something you're definitely going to see. So, it's going to be tough seeing some of these guys you're, already, you're building this connection with uh, get um, the axe. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, it's, it's part of the game. Uh, I, I do believe some of these guys may come back as, as a practice squad candidates. Some of those guys who they are putting, like, the storylines on. Most of them probably will. I mean, especially with today's NFL, like, practice squads are so big at this point where a lot of these guys are, you know, they might not make the initial 53, but they will stick around with the team in a practice squad role. And then at some point they could potentially get promoted just depending on injuries or someone struggling or whatnot. So, yeah, man, this was a good episode, dude. This was this is hard knocks. This is a hard knocks episode that I've been kind of waiting for. We saw a little bit of last week, but this is like your hard knocks episode. Like you want to see the stories of players that you never heard of. Like I learned something today. I learned something about Craig Reynolds today. I did like like Pierce said, I didn't know his brother was in jail. And to see that they still have that connection, they still have that bond, that was amazing. Um, I didn't know the story of Obain Eza. And to see a little more of that, that was awesome. Even though, again, he's not the most highly touted player. It's just cool to see where these guys come from, their stories on how they got here. Because I think as fans, sometimes we take for granted, like, like these guys are all football players, but like these guys all have stories behind them, and these guys have all unique stories behind them. I mean, like Obain hasn't played football since he reached America, and he's only been in America since college. Tyler, he like, hasn't seen his family for seven years, bro. That's crazy. That's, like that's his mom I'm, and dad. Stuff. Like, that's crazy. Like we take for granted sometimes. Like we like we make fun of these guys, and sometimes he just it, the stories are unbelievable with the guys that are connected with some of these guys, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was shook when he literally said he hasn't seen his parents in seven years. It's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. That's tough, yeah. bro. Yeah. The sacrifice like a college kid, you're coming into a foreign country, you're learning a new sport. Sometimes, you know, you need someone to lean on, like a family member or something. Yeah. And he didn't really like, now he has a wife, but I'm guessing when he first came here, it was kind of tough on him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. It's the sacrifice you make when you decide to come to America to pursue a sport, man. Basketball yeah. was his first option. And then uh, Hank Fairley's calling him out because he can't do a spin move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was cool, though. It was a really good episode. You really saw the insides of some of those guys. I think the joint practices between the Lions and Colts, I think that leads up to like, the expectations. You know, like the, <laughs> the Jamal Williams thing and Zaire Franklin thing. Like, we saw a little snippet of that. On Friday, when they released the little hard knocks, you know, sneak peek, whatever. But I think that was really cool, man. Jamal Williams is that guy, dude. Like, we need more guys like that on the team that just have that energy all around, dude. I don't like they don't care what time of day it is. It's like we're playing football. We're gonna have that high energy all throughout the time, and that was something GQ told us, man. It's like we we need those guys. Jamal has that 
that it factor. He's got that energy. And, man, I, I love Jamal Williams. I love Jamal Williams. Yeah, I think, think you did say that. Go ahead, go ahead, Pierre. My bad. I think we have that in two young guys, but they're just not showing it because they're rookies, Hutch and Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. I think they're both that type of player, but you know they're young. They're just putting their head down and going to work. Yeah. Um. Another thing I liked is when AG went up to Jared, he was like, yo, like, fire them up. Like, this is the game. Yeah. Fire. What do you say? Let's go win, win this bitch or something? Yeah, go win this bitch. Something. Yeah, like, I love that, man. Yeah. Even Campbell's like, tell him this is for game right now. Like, this is for the game right now. Like, this is all of it on the line. I mean, it's like 20-some seconds left in the game. It's a two-point conversion. If they score this, they win the game. And if they don't, you win the game. And obviously, the Lions made a play at the end of the game. And, you know, and they, and they won that game, which was good to see because, like the Hard Knocks mentioned, I've mentioned it too a couple of times, the Lions were on pretty cold streak in the preseason. They were 0-8. They were on a 0-for-8 streak. So, I know it's preseason. The games, the results don't really matter all that much. But it's just, you know, you don't want to keep having that, you know, streak of losing so to finally knock it off and see all the players excited was was good man it was it was good stuff dude it was a really good episode really good ending yeah, yeah. another leader that sort of stepped up my bad Malcolm sorry but Chase Lucas like you kind of talk about that vocal guy he literally like a non-mobile quarterback comes up he literally points yo th- this guy can't run mm-hmm. so defense don't worry about containing just go after him yeah like it, he's a rookie and that's really good leader from a seventh round pick bro yeah, hundred percent. I really like Chase Lucas. I think he has a bright. Fe- I think he doesn't have a a bright future in the, in the league. I, I like him a lot, man. He can start. I mean, maybe not day one, but like he's a nickel corner. Our nickel corner is another undrafted guy from last year, AJ Parker. So it's like I I think AJ will like obviously would be the starter probably going to the year. But a guy like Chase Lucas, you know, if AJ starts to struggle at some point during the year, that's a guy that could look for an opportunity potentially. You know, I, I think I don't think anyone. And that cornerback room is very safe outside of Amani, honestly. Hey, Prior Podcast listeners. It's your boy Malcolm here. And if you're a sports better like me, let me tell you about Oz Traders. Oz Traders is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotional codes from different sports books to get the best deal. This app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather so the bettors can make the most informed bets as possible. This app also has bet trackers so bettors can keep records of all their games and betting activity. Looking to maximize your bets? Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Again, that's O-D-D-S-T-R-A-D-E-R.com slash bluewire. Oddstraders. The number one site for your game day bets. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah. Well, one thing I like about him too is he talks shit. Like he told the little guy, hey, you, you're little. Like you don't belong in this league. He said, that you're, was a t- you're, you're a toddler playing a grown man's sport or something like that. <laughs> Funny, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like a rookie. T- I love it. I love it. Yeah, he, he's a, you're talking about a guy that's going to be like Jamal Williams. I think once he gets a hang of things, he's going to be a talker. I have, he, he's going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell you that. I, I can see it. Yeah, man. I mean, it was a good episode. Like, I can't, I can't emphasize how good the episode was. Like, just, it was cool, man. It was really cool, man. I liked it a lot. Yo, shout out to Deuce for like losing his voice. That's crazy. That was funny. He sounded like Mickey Mouse. Hey guys, yeah. listen. <laughs> go through I mean, the holes. Like, bro. I mean, <laughs> dude, they were getting into it. Not just Jamal Williams is here, Franklin. It was the whole linebacker for the Col- whole linebacker room for the Colts and the whole Lions running back room. They were going at it one on one. I mean, like you saw Swift was involved. You saw Reynolds. I think you see like Godwin is involved too. Like everyone's involved on both sides of the ball, man. But, uh, you know, something I, I like, and I understand, obviously, Craig Reynolds still has that chip on his shoulder. Like, I think he didn't even say it himself. He goes, like, I don't feel that security right now. But, like, I think a lot of Lions fans could kind of see it. You know, there's like that. I think a lot of fans feel like he's a, a guy that's probably going to make this team. He's probably the RB3. He's gotten the most opportunities at that spot right now. But he still has that chip on his shoulder. Like, he was pissed at dudes. He was pissed at, the, pissed at the coaching staff once they took him out of the first half. He goes, oh, come on, man. He's like, I still have something to prove. Like I'm not done. Yeah, I mean that, that. I think he just feels like that. That running back room is deep. Yeah, and he just wants every opportunity he could get to, you know, prove his case. And maybe he's a lock. Who knows? You know, yeah. but that running back room is deep, man. I don't mean, they're all they all played well in the preseason. They all played well in training camp. That's gonna be one hell of a. Who they cutting? <laughs> it's it's Yo, tough. Like I think whoever they cut will either, like, be on another team's, like, our password, or he'll be, like, on a roster. Like, mm-hmm. I think they're going to be in the NFL, whoever gets cut. Maybe not necessarily on 15-man roster, but they'll for sure be on a practice squad. Like, yeah. the running back's room is talented. You got a lot of talent. Even Godwin. I know last year we talked about his fumbles, but whenever he's given an opportunity in preseason, he's taking advantage of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, played, he played well in preseason. Maybe he got better. I mean, he's still a guy that's getting comfortable with the position, you know? So that's, he's, he, he's, got, he's definitely got better th- this year. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be tough, man. I think Demar has a speed, you know. So the O line, man, I think that's a big factor of what's making these running backs look so good as well. Like even though we're not getting our starters out there you know, versus the Colts, I thought even a lot of those backup guys, like a guy like Tommy Kramer, had a really good game versus the Colts, and you're seeing the develop of him because he's another undrafted guy from last year, and you know he started some games last year. I think he's even improved. 
because there was you know some points during last year or even you know coming into this year you're like you're like looking at the depth it's like oh, man do we have a guy there if one of these guys goes down but it's just the Hank Fairley effect dude Hank just develops these guys man and it's like it makes you feel comfortable with whoever is going to be thrown in that situation if there's going to be a situation needed you know we had a great game against the Colts Logan's Denberg mm-hmm. I was just about to say that I was just yeah. about to say you just took the word out of my mouth man not bad Malcolm <laughs> yeah those interior that guys guy. that was my guy a couple of years ago yeah, I know. I know you. I know you really liked him, man. And it, he's been slow to, you know, catch on to things. But it looked like he's getting a, a grasp of things, man. And you know, can't talk enough about Evan Brown, man. He's he could. I think he could start for another team. Um, yeah, I'm if, shocked if he, he's still here. Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked he's still here too. He could be a starter somewhere. But hey, I mean, more more power to us, man, for keeping him. Yeah, I thought after Frank's injury last year, and he played a lot of the season last year, and like the way he played last year, I thought like, I know he was a restricted free agent. I just thought like, how are we gonna keep this guy? Like, there's just no way. Like, I just thought there's no way we're gonna keep him around. And to, you know, I I think after this year, I think like there's no way we keep him around. Honestly, there's just no shot. I believe they're cross training uh, Kramer. Well, Jonah Jackson, they would do that, but now Tommy Kramer is also like playing a little center. I think he actually played center versus the Colts a little, if I'm not mistaken. Because they cut Ryan McCollum. Yeah, McCollum's gone. Yeah, they don't have another center outside of Ragnar and Brown. They like a true Kramer. center. Yeah, they got Kramer, and they have Jonah, who could like play center in an emergency. But yeah, you don't you don't want yeah, that. Jonah, Jonah played center. What was that week eighteen game when McCollum was struggling? They put I think Jonah at center. Yeah, versus think... the Packers. I forgot. Evan Brown was hurt, or what happened? I forgot. Yeah, I don't think Brown was playing. I remember there was a situation where McCollum had to play, and he was just terrible, and they put Jonah there. He was awful. Yeah, well, he's not here anymore. But, <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, another guy, dude, uh, I hate to pick on him, but Cedric Basel, man, that's two weeks, dude. That's two weeks in a row where you let a big touchdown up for one game it costed you, and it almost costed you another game. Yeah, yeah, this game, the thing is he held, too, and he still got beat. Yeah. I know, yeah, he held, too, and it's just, man, that it, it's been rough. It's been a rough ending for him. You know what I want to see more of? I want to see more of the DB room, like the DBs. We haven't really, like, they haven't really spotlighted that much. I just want to see the DBs room because, yeah. you know, they haven't been making a lot of plays. I want to see how AP coaches them up. I want to see how, like, they look at film and all that. That would be kind of cool. Hopefully next episode we see some of that. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for this episode. Yeah, well, we got line. other things. We got other things, but yeah, that's what I was hoping for this episode. We saw the O-line room today. We've seen the linebackers in multiple episodes now. Um, the running backs, Deuce Staley. Running, yeah, we saw the running back room. We haven't really seen too much of the receivers outside of outside of like the Khalil Pimpleton story today. We haven't really seen much of the receivers yet either. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. The receivers and the DBs. Yeah, do some you – know, yeah, DBs could, 100%, man. Yeah, we need to see some. We need to see something from those DBs because we we haven't really focused on any of them. I mean, like Dakota, they've been focused on. They haven't focused on Will Amani. Neither safeties. The only thing I seen about Akuda on this episode is him getting cooked by um, Pimpleton. Pimpleton. Oh, Pimple. Uh, was he getting cooked by Pimpleton? Oh, yeah, right, right. right. It was a one on one. Yeah, 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 it was one on one. Yeah, but he got he got completely cooked. That's fine. Yeah, Pimpleton, um, Pimpleton cooked like three DBs. It was like Juju Hughes, 
Yeah. Akuda and um, I think it was Boswell. <laughs> Boswell. I mean, <laughs> it's tough for Boswell, man. Boswell, he had a rough game, and what's his name? 29. Who's 29? Mark Gilbert. Mark Gilbert. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, he also had a rough game. I mean, I don't know, man. You know what? Oh, go ahead. They say, you know, it's been low key a solid corner. He was with the squad last year, too. Savion Smith. He made a big play, too, in that game. Yeah, Pierre, Pierre, was talking about, Pierre was talking about him on, on the post game show. Yeah. Yeah, he made that hell of a hit. Mm-hmm. Right. That should have been a fumble. It should have been a fumble, but I guess they didn't want to challenge it. I think I have him right now in, but it's so hard. I have to do my 53 man roster. We're going to do that how? soon. But how, how do you have him I in? I think right now I have him in. How? You'll see. Yeah, I'm about to see this because there, there's too many guys right now. Yeah, it's hard. It's a numbers. Game. It's 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 hard. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's very difficult. I don't think Beer's but, crazy with that opinion. It's not. I'm just trying to figure out like how is he going to do it? Unless he's going to have like eight corners. Stay tuned for next episode. <laughs> Stay tuned for next episode. <laughs> Man, you, so because of the whole Boswell play that gave the touchdown, and they could have tied it up if they wanted to, but preseason so they wanted to go for the win. There's I no was kind of. Yeah, there's no OT. So when that when they won, I was just like, uh, you know, they won, but they gave up another touchdown at the end, man. They shouldn't have given up that touchdown. So I'm pissed about that touchdown. But watching this episode, seeing the reactions on how much this win mattered to them makes me feel different about that win. Like they actually it, it matters to them that they really wanted to get this win and they were really trying hard to get this win. So uh, I'm I'm looking at that win a little bit differently now, uh, dude, because of this episode. I mean, you know, winning the win in the NFL is a win. I mean, I, I don't think you ever look back at a win. It's so hard to win in this league. It, you know, I think as media, as fans, we always do the what ifs. Is this a good win? Is this a bad win? But at the end of the day, if you're winning in this league, it doesn't matter what team it is. I don't care if the team is 0-10. I don't care if they're 10-0. Like a win in the NFL is a win. It, it is yeah. so hard to win in this league. Yeah, it wasn't because of the whole preseason, you know, scenario. It wasn't because of that. It was just because, all right. We should have won this game, you know, like Camo was saying in the show that we're pretty much winning in every, you know, statistic. We're beating them. Time of possession, rushing yard, everything. We were, it, it, the game shouldn't have been as close as it was. Yeah. And then just seeing us give up another potential game winning game, tying touchdown. It's like, God damn it. Like again, guys, mm-hmm. again, like you guys go do this again. So that's why I, I felt like that. It, it wasn't like the preseason vibe. It wasn't because of that. It was just because they honestly gave up that last show. Yeah. Well, like the thing, the thing is with defense, when one player fucks up, the whole thing is like, you know, if 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 a quarterback notices that, I mean, you're just screwed. That's the way defense. Is. Everyone needs to do their job on defense. If one person doesn't do their job, and you have a smart quarterback or smart running back, they'll take advantage of that. I mean, even uh, Devin Gardner on the broadcast, who's doing the Lions game, I, they showed in Hard Knocks too. It was twenty twenty going into the fourth quarter. Is like, how is this game tied up right now? The Lions are dominating every single aspect of this game. Exactly. But yet, it's still tied twenty twenty. That's it's, something. Yeah, that's something you're, you're like, you know, like what the hell, you know? Mm-hmm. It's the youth on this team, man. Like most of these guys that are playing are, are re- really, really young, and they just need like that experience to make less mistakes on the field. Yeah. Like yeah. there was one play where Juju Hughes and um Kirby Joseph had a miscommunication. Neither of them went with the receiver and the receiver was left wide open. Yeah. Was that was that Juju or was that um, um Eric Schlitt did like a long um I know, but what was that 
But was that was that Juju or was that uh, was that twenty nine? Was that Mark Gilbert? Oh wait, you're right. I think it was uh, Jude who was. I think it was Mark Gilbert. If I'm it was. It was a. Uh, yeah. So... so all three guys you just mentioned have probably at max three NFL games under their belt. Yeah. Yeah. There, I mean, there was young, a massive, right? massive, massive communication with that play. Yeah. Yeah. So communication is key, and then also just trusting your like your skills and that you know like Cedric Boswell the first play. He was there. I don't know what he did the first game. The second game, he just flat out got beat. Mm-hmm. I don't think that guy is going to make the roster. Yeah, I was going to say like, uh, I'll put. I think I'll like take the 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 over on that I can one. See back to squat though, I would be shocked because the, he has some like tools they could work with. He's still young. It's possible. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, very, possible. It's, it's possible. I mean, a lot of these guys. I mean, usually. The guys that you have are the guys that are going to be probably your first priority. You want to keep once you're making that practice squad. Once you make the 53 cuts, and you know they clear waivers eventually. If they do clear waivers, you know that's the first thing you usually want to get done is your guys personally. And there are probably like a guy or two or maybe three. You know you look around the league that you you bring to, into your practice squad most likely. But for the most part, you're keeping most of your guys around. Yeah. Um. You guys want to bring people up? Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, this 53-man predictions, I mean, for us, it's going to be tough. I can't even imagine what the coaching staff is thinking right now. Dude, Campbell's had 10 spots are open. Mm-hmm. Or I, I read that. I didn't watch this presser, but I read it today. Like, 10 spots are open. It's going to be it's going to be a bloodbath in this final preseason game. Yeah, yeah even it, it, it all depends on who plays too, man. Well, from my understanding, Malcolm, sounds like most stars are playing except Goff. And um, they're going to play a full half. I want to see Okuda versus uh, Pickens. I need that. Pickens has been good. He's been really good in this preseason and camp so far. Pickens has. Hold your breath, uh, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Looks like no one wants to come up. You want to end it? Yep. All right. Well, hope you guys all enjoyed our our post game talk of. Oh, I keep saying game. It's, it's it's just it's just a show. It's just a show. Yeah, it's just a show. <laughs> it's just a show. Hope you guys enjoyed the post game show of Out of baby of episode three. And yes, Malcolm, I'm gonna need to add a baby shirt, dude. I've been, on baby. The Ad- I've been on the add a baby since week one of last year when I saw Let's the go. NFL films, man. Tyler, you said post game again. Yeah, out of baby. Man, I, I, it's been a long night. It's eleven twenty. Recap. There you go. It's, 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 it's baby. It's eleven twenty. It's eleven twenty at night on a Atta Tuesday boy. night. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'll see you guys in our next episode when we're making a fifty-three man prediction. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get started on that very quickly. I wanna because I'm gonna have some tough decisions to make. So, I'm out, guys. Peace. All right, guys, I'm out. I'll see you guys next week. Or, I'm sorry, this week when we make our predictions. Peace. All right, y'all, it's your boy Malcolm, and I am out. Peace.